Welcome back, everyone, to episode 90. 90, wow. Of the Lookout Podcast. I know, right? We're, we're almost there. We're almost there. It's, almost. It's just a little, you know, <laughs> almost <laughs> in there. Um, of course, I am Meals. I am here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. What is going on, man? Bro, how many, I mean, two episodes last week. We we came through. We, we came had to through do it. The afternoon delight. Shout out to shout out to Gabe Kunda. Gabe was amazing. That was incredible. Like, oh man, it was so fun. <laughs> I was inspired yeah. when we got off, dude. Really, I love when that happens. I, I love was. when we have guests that we feel inspired because they're doing so many damn different things and they contribute so much. Yeah, and they're just like hustlers on their own and stuff like that. But. If you have not listened already, we dropped in two episodes last week. One was mm-hmm. episode, the finale of season four yes, of yes. My Hero Academia, along with the tie-in time for that. And then, of course, on Friday, we dropped our interview with Gabe Kunda, who is the voice of Rocklock, Fisher, Tiger, I believe, in One Piece. Um, and a couple other things, more important mm-hmm. things than probably that, like Disney stuff and WWE stuff and a whole bunch of other stuff like that. So make sure you listen to that. But we could not do the finale the finale of Time Time without a guest. And this is a guest that we've been wanting on for oh, a long, long overdue, long overdue. Oh my God. This you is kidding so me. Absolute like, legend. <laughs> legend in the flesh. Nah, for real, for real. All I can say at this point is, well, I'm not even going to say all I can say. I've known her for quite a long time. I've known her through her evolution and different podcasts to where she's at now. She absolutely deserves all the praise that she gets for everything that she does. I cannot think of a much selfless person. I can't think of someone who is great at their job. I can't think of someone who, I don't know, and just every facet imaginable deserves every bit of flowers that she's getting currently right now. Absolutely. Um, Welcome to the show. Victoria, host of the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. Welcome mm. to the show. Hi, guys. Oh, my God. You guys going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you know this. I haven't actually, like, said this verbally because we haven't really, like, talked talked in quite a while. But you mm-hmm. definitely help inspire the things that we do on this podcast, especially when it's, like, reaching out to interviews, just seeing how you do it and seeing how you carry yourself and us just trying to like replicate that and even the interviews that you've helped us obtain as well and things like that just everything you've done i just want to let you know that i'm fully 100 grateful for you and everything that you've done for everything just yeah. for us for us absolutely <laughs> like you've definitely looked out and uh kind of helped me and mills out along on our journey and yeah i i could never i, mean, I we really we, we look up to the whole the whole movement truly like you, you got to know that I appreciate that because you know I just feel like I I'm like why hoard information you know like if I ha- if I know something like I'm gonna try and share it like I'm gonna try of and course. help. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, also, meals I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot because actually back in college your this goes in site was very inspirational to me because I was <laughs> wow. like I had like a online site at the time and I was trying to rebrand and I remember looking at your site and being like I want to be like that. Wow, so, meals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So there. <laughs> oh my what god. What are we I'm doing even... right now? We're just complimenting <laughs> each other. I'm <laughs> be honest beautiful. with you. I'm not even sure how many people know this goes in. I'm not even sure if Jeff knows what this goes in. I do not. Is. I know I know what it is, but I had no idea you were involved. What is wow. going on? <laughs> yeah, I I 
I've already, like, that part of my life, I'm just so like, okay, that was a thing. That was amazing. And it was great. And I think it set the boundaries for anything. But I've accepted it in the last, like, five years or so. There are going to be people that I meet who have no idea about that part of my life. But it was so, um, just doing that, I think it was much sort of the building steps for everything that kind of came through now in terms of, like, the diligence and, like, the discipline and, like, staying on top of it and all the journalism and all the other stuff like that. So, wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, Like, you know, like she's already thing. I've known Victoria since college. We didn't go in the same class. She probably went in the direction <clears throat> I probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I go, right? <laughs> to be honest with you, um, I was an engineer in college, and you were, what did you end up graduating with? I got the ad PR degree, communications. Ooh, okay. I, yeah. I should have done that. I, I see y'all. <laughs> I dropped out, guys. Hey. I have nothing to I have nothing to say. <laughs> but you have less loans than we do. <laughs> hey, 100%. Hey, no matter what, they, they're never getting that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, so we've known each other for a long time. I know she also started a podcast, Nerds on Hip Hop, back mm-hmm. with Marcus. Shout out to our mutual friend, Marcus. How was, how was that experience and then transitioning to the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast? Because I know personally... I mean, the first podcast I was ever part of was Two Belts with Carlos right. and built such a bond over the last number of years and number of years that we did this. And before I started, you know, branching out and doing other podcasts, I know personally, I was just like, let me see how Carlos feels about this. Like, and I called him <laughs> and I was like, okay, how do you feel about me doing another podcast? How do you feel about just like this creative <clears throat> journey? And he was just like, yo, it's whatever, man. Just do it in the very Carlos way. You know how Carlos is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, yo, whatever. How would you? How did you feel about kind of, first of all, getting into the world of podcasts and then transitioning from your nerds on hip hop to the Sailor Moon fan club podcast? Yeah. And sorry if you hear anything in the background. There's like some knocking going on. Somewhere. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. It's okay. There's police <laughs> sirens in the background. <laughs> yeah, no worries at all. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so I have to give full shout outs to Marcus, aka The Wolves Den, because um, he's the one who really got me into podcasting. Um, Nerds on Hip Hop was his idea, and it kind of came from us just like having conversations and us just getting into random topics and realizing that we just had a really good rapport with each other. Like, we just talked for hours about random things. It was like, oh, we should do this, have this podcast idea. Like, I'd love if you do it with me. And I was like, hell yeah, like, I love nerd stuff. I love hip hop. Like, let's do it. Right. Um, and then I think we did that for, I want to say four years. Um, just like navigating, like, I think I was in grad school, he was in grad school and just trying to like do this thing that like was our one like nerdy outlet. And, you know, we got a lot of, uh, we ended up doing a lot of stuff. Like we just randomly did stuff. Like we were just testing things out. Um, we applied for like panels, ended up doing a panel at Anime NYC and, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, um, and so that was really fun. And I think, like, at some point, it was just, like, we couldn't keep up with it. Like, it was hard to, like, um, plan our recording times, you know, coordinate. Um, and then I think in the back of my mind, if I always wanted to do, like, a, a Sailor Moon podcast, Magical Girls podcast. Um, and then I think one day I was just like, hey, how do you, like, same same kind of conversation like you had with Carlos. I was just like, oh, I want to do this. How would you feel about it? And he was, you know, more than supportive. He's like, yeah, do it. Like, I'll support you 100%. Like, go for it. Um, and that's kind of, yeah, that's how it began. And then history was made forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast, I can't think of just a pillar 
in kind of all these anime podcasts at least yes. coming out now and just kind of doing it and i think you're super inspirational first of all very Absolutely, diligent man. you don't know she's if you don't know already she's very diligent in her guests the fact that you can have every episode with a guest is not a feat <laughs> that is lost upon me, by the way. Because we know, we know, trust me. Yeah. And you're you're absolutely doing it the right way. It's crazy. We've had yeah. guests reschedule. We've had guests dropped out. We have people who don't respond to emails. We've had people who... Do, and just the entire... I'm thinking of, like, you're doing this for the most part about 50, 52 weeks per year. Like, you haven't stopped, to be real with you. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I think one of the things that really helps me is... I try to schedule things way in advance. Um, so like right now I have like four episodes recorded. So I'm mm. like backlogged and, I, and it kind of is good, kind of bad. Cause like sometimes we talk about things and they'll be like, oh yeah, next week I'm going to be watching this thing. And like that right. like season finale or something. And it's like, <laughs> um, but you know, it just kind of goes with it. And then, uh, you know, I, I saved up money beforehand. Like I came up with this idea in January and launched a podcast in March. Um, and I just saved the money so I knew I could hire an editor because that was mm. another thing where I was just like, I cannot. Um, with Nerds on Hip Hop, I learned like that was the thing that kept us from releasing episodes um, on like a, a schedule. I guess our mm -hmm. set schedule is like, you know, we're both busy. Like, we're like, okay, we would swap. Like, you edit this one, I edit the next episode. But mm, right. it was just too much. Um, so I was just like, all right, you know, I was just like looking at what nerds on hip hop, like all the good. And then like thinking of like the challenges we had and like, all right, what can I do to offset that? So like record in advance and like hiring an editor <laughs> was like the only way. Um, but yeah, like you said, like even now, because um, there's some like anniversaries coming up, I guess I can say. Um, so the Sailor Moon drops five year anniversaries on April 12th. Mm -hmm. For some yes. reason, I thought it was on April 5th. So I just interviewed um, uh, Javier Rico. He's the Bandai Namco social marketing Incredible. community leader. Yeah, it was really cool talking to him. Um, just spoke to him earlier today, actually. And so that's and I was gonna drop that next week, but then I realized the anniversary is the following. So now I don't know what episode's gonna be next week. So I have to figure <laughs> that out this week. <laughs> so not to say that like my system is flawless, right? <laughs> but um, I try, and you know things work, and sometimes things don't, and you just go with the flow. Absolutely. Out. oh my god yeah. well listen a pro that's always <laughs> straight up we already know a pro nonetheless um let's get in a little bit of the news from the week in terms of the anime world we can kind yes. of zoom through it because we have a really big titan time i mean this is the finale of part one of titan time yeah yeah it's a big time so we have that to get to and a whole bunch of things we probably need to explain and or need to get explained to us quite frankly um couple big things that have dropped i mean there's the anime japan convention that's going on in japan currently right now but and a whole bunch of news has come out of this you guys can tell me kind of how you strongly if you feel anything <laughs> or anything of the sort if you don't it is what it is um if you don't even i don't watch this that's even better um, <laughs> <laughs> um so we've gotten a lot of anime movies that are coming out a yeah. lot of anime movies i want to start from there's the only one, one that, that matters I'm starting from the one that I'm least excited with to the one that I'm most excited with. That's fine. So I'm going to say the first one we got announced. Shout out to if you're a Black Clover fan. Um, if you're a Black Clover fan, you might be going through it because this anime pretty much ended. Yeah. <laughs> um, but salute. I'm not into it yet myself. So yes, I'm with um, you. Yeah, so I don't have time to get into it either. 
Yeah, look at that. Look at that. I. I started. Listen, I started about three. One chap. I started chapter one, three pages, and I was like, "Let me get." Like this ain't it, huh? <laughs> yep, yep. It's <laughs> tough. It's tough to get into. <laughs> Let me get back to the thing I was supposed to be reading. Um, but for Black Clover fans, of course, maybe one day we'll get into that. Who knows? Um, you know, they didn't leave you completely hanging. They said, "Hey, we're gonna drop a movie since we ended this anime so prematurely without <laughs> anyone um, kind of." thing and we said oh we're gonna drop a movie we're gonna drop a movie later this year there's no other news except that they're dropping a movie so shout out to you black clover fans i know turtle quirk is yeah. a black clover fan yeah, I see um shout out to him um that's all i can say about it is that you guys have there's a light somewhere i don't even know if it's at the end of the tunnel but it's somewhere there <laughs> i mean black clover um, is definitely one of those things that's gonna get like redone again in five years oh yeah for sure for sure like shaman king and like mm-hmm. all the other things that are yeah. dropping and oh spring anime i have to look up what i'm gonna watch this uh this spring no idea yeah um okay so i know jeff and i have varying opinions on this in terms of what we consider the next most important thing so and this I'm is fine going, i think this is fair i'm going to go with the one that's <laughs> we're covering on this episode um as the most important but sure. i understand the importance of this jujutsu kaisen movie mm-hmm. um it is coming. It's on it chapter is. zero. I'm not it sure. Is. Victoria, are you familiar at all with Jujutsu Kaisen? I'm not. It's been on my list to watch, though, for a while. Just because of everything I keep hearing about it, I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it. I just haven't haven't delved yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, she's constantly doing podcasts. What the hell are you? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. All right. You'll, you'll get to we're it. You'll get to it. We weren't prying about much. like whether you can watch yeah, <laughs> yeah. things anyway. You got time. Week, weekly basis. Subscribe to the mm-hmm. Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. Yeah. Um, but yes, episode zero. I've read it. Jeff has more than read it. Yeah, I've read it a few times. Volume, <laughs> volume zero is... I, I have it on order. It's a tough <laughs> manga to get right now. It's on back order until June. Me and Jamal oh. are actually just talking about oh, this. Wow. But uh, yeah, volume zero is basically uh, Yuta Okotsu's introduction to the series. Um, it's about four separate chapters in that volume. I'm really excited they were going to turn into a movie. Me and Jamal actually spoke about this like a month ago, and I said they need to turn volume zero into a film uh and they they are so yeah i'm obviously excited for it jujutsu kaisen knows where the money's at they know what's up they're gonna they're gonna strike yeah absolutely um and then of course third movie that we're talking about the my hero academia movie it is dropping august 6th in japan it is called world heroes mission great trailer oh my god looks good just looks looks good from from all standpoints and all type of levels for it um, very viral sort of screenshot from it that mm-hmm. you see Deku, Ezekiel Midoriya, mass murderer. We thought it was fake. <laughs> when, we, when we first saw it, we were, Mills was like, mm, this, this can't be real. <laughs> no, I, I mean, <laughs> it did look fan. I mean, it was well done, don't get me wrong, but I definitely, I didn't think it was official. Mm. This is for everyone who's been calling Deku a punk for the last number of years. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> It's, like, it's your punk, time. Who's a punk now? Who's a punk now? Especially if you're reading the manga right now. Those are the sirens coming for him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, listen, you know it's, it. a, it's a every episode, 90 episodes of it's this. It's only right. Only... <laughs> it's only right. <laughs> um, hopefully, those sirens will, I don't know, New York, oh, summer. Yeah, it's I'm, fine. I we're like going to see more sirens. We're going to have more yeah. sirens. Um, so those are the movies. Um we also have a lot of animes with this fall, se- with this spring season that we're saying goodbye to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm not sure. Once again, Victoria, if you've you know, if you under if you've read or watched any of this in terms of Doctor Stone or The Promised Neverland, The Promised Neverland, I highly recommend the manga at least, not the damn show. Oh um, man, that's where we are now with that. I can't believe that's where we are with The Promised Neverland, where it's like just read the manga. Wow, damn, you know, that's both crazy. have been on my list too. Um, again, because I've just been hearing really good things, and that's good to know. <laughs> no, Victoria's in the best that. situation. She's literally going to be able to like binge all these things she hasn't seen. Like, yeah, it's going to be so fun for you when you get there. That's how I do. That's how I did Attack on Titan too. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, the mm-hmm. first season, I would say the first season of mm-hmm. Promise Neverland is one of the best first seasons in anime that I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, second season is one of the worst second seasons. Oh ever man! Wow. Oh man! I can't believe in we anime. did that. Um, I can't believe, yeah, I can't believe I turned into the read the manga instead of watch a show. <laughs> they told they told Tokyo Ghoul to move over with like ruining the anime, like yeah, because normally I don't care. Normally I'm like, yo, just watch whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter to me. I don't want to be that guy. But I think the Promised Neverland is such, for the most part, a really, really good story and a really thrilling sort of adventure, especially through the manga that everyone anticipated. And then it ends last Thursday, and it kind of ends on a very, like, weird note. Like, a very, very, very weird note. Um, Jeff, did you see the ending? I didn't, dude. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. Okay. All right. Well, see. see there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fell off about two weeks ago. I just... You know, Dr. <laughs> Do- Dr. Stone was phenomenal, me. though, by the way. <laughs> like, Dr. Stone is was great. But, yeah, no, I, I promised... I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, I get it. Um, yes, Doctor Stone also ended. I believe a lot of well, a lot of the winter 2021 anime ended pretty much this week, including what we have to talk about next. Are you ready, guys? Is it TT Titan time? It is Titan time. Mm-hmm. We're here. Okay, so we're here at the finale of Titan time. Well, at least over the finale of Attack on Titan final season part one. <laughs> <laughs> part one yeah, let's let's get you that situation first you see how i did that i'm a pro um that was great <laughs> the pause was perfect absolutely a very pregnant pause um <laughs> nonetheless how do we feel all right so how oh, did we feel man. the news was announced today that yeah. there will be a part two Surprise. to Titan, the final season <laughs> it has been I haven't been surprised. I knew from the kind of the pacing of the show that there's no way they could end this with six yeah, episodes. For sure. Um, there was some sort of information when this uh, when the season began that was kind of misleading with DVD releases in terms mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is how many episodes going to be. You know how season. it goes. Yeah. I was just like, since when does DVDs dictate? Because you know for a fact that when the final season comes out on Blu-ray, you're gonna have to buy it in two parts maybe even three if they really want to get our money and they're both gonna be like 60 dollars each yeah i go man yeah absolutely awful um so we got the news this week that we're gonna have a part two that drops in winter 2022 which means i'm thinking a january release january yeah yeah i'm thinking um I'm expecting anywhere from 10 to 13 episodes left considering the manga. Yes, I have read the manga, so I kind of know what's going to go on. Um, uh, Victoria, have you read the manga? I'm assuming no, because you don't have time to... I have not read the manga. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. (laughs) I'm going to get it together one day. 
no don't know you're you're getting it together you're good i want to read more manga though like i have the shonen jump app and i'm like i'm i'm doing it i'm gonna do it and then you know i catch up and then like i'll stop or something yeah i you know what helps i don't know i got i got it on an ipad i like Mm -hmm. reading it in that sort of fashion because everything is kind of wider i'm used to reading it on my phone like if i'm on the train or something like i'm reading it on my phone and it's all kind of tiny i mean it is what it is but um now I got this kind of iPad and I'm reading it and I get to see all the full graphics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, I, I've been catching up on Jujutsu Kaisen. So yeah. I'm pretty much at the beginning Good, of Sh- Shibuya Incident. I'm reading my hero. So okay. Look at great. you. Yeah. One one day our paths will converge. <laughs> we'll, We're getting there. I promise. We, we'll have a discussion on this. We'll have um, a, big, a big eyes episode. Just you and I. Yeah, just easily. Um, <laughs> so with that said... Let's talk about this because Victoria, you said you had some thoughts on the finale of the show. Does it, has it changed now since there's been the reveal of like there's going to be a part two of the season, or just like you're still? It definitely changed, and I'm I'm kind of happy now because like same thing. I went in feeling like this is going to be a rushed ending no matter what they do, because like just the pacing of it, I was like something like there's not enough time to resolve all of these things unless you rush it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? It's the finale. I'm going in. Like, they've done a good job so far. Let's see how they do it. And then at the end, I was like, that's it? <laughs> I even had a no. meal. Like, I don't know if I watched the finale. Like, what? <laughs> you had to go back and you missed no episodes. <laughs> no, yeah. she, she was like, I don't know if I watched the finale. Um, let me go back to this. And I was like, no, you watched the finale. You watched the it. finale. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I looked it up and saw like they like just announced a part two, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, okay, a part good. two. Okay. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, I mean, first thing I want to say about this episode was, I'm I'm holding the door open for Yelena. I got the red carpet out. <laughs> I'll let I'll you know how like what's the movie where they throw that you throw your own your own jacket down, let her walk over the puddle. I would do that for her. That's how great. This episode was fantastic. She was great in this one, man. I mean, I would say if there was a star of this episode, I don't even know if she's a star of this. I don't episode. know if she's a star because people. Like, that was great. Listen, Pete came out with them. Yeah, I was, mm. I'm about to say she was. She was about it. She was really about it. <laughs> she came out of stage left. It kind of really took it over. But Yelena, all right. So let's let's kind of talk about that episode. Yeah, let's, talk about it, let's talk about it. And we'll talk about it. So the Jaegerists have formally kind of taken over everything and anything in the city. And they have mm-hmm. started segregating people as they did in Marley, which I found very ironic. As they but, did um, in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Jaegerists are like, okay, they, they're separating people by armband that you have. And it says black. Well, well. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> I gotta have the black one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the black one is you didn't know a damn thing of what's going on. You were Bobo the fool. You didn't understand. <laughs> That's not me. Anything. I, I'm not wearing a black one. You didn't drink. You drank the wine. Didn't know what's going on. Didn't care. Mm. Et cetera, et cetera. The red one mm. is that you drank the wine and now mm-hmm. you're switching sides. Yeah. That seems <laughs> like, like me. <laughs> give me the He's give me the red band. Put the red band. I'm rolling on. with the winners. I'm rolling. I kind of like this. this fluid. Tastes delicious. Mm, mm. I'm sorry, <laughs> Commander. Spinal fluid. Please don't turn me into a titan. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially. Um, and then white means you've always been fake. You've been fake. You never. Yeah, that's not me. That's not me. I had to think about it. 
you you serve the wine to the people <laughs> potentially. You may or may not have delivered an exploding chair to someone's yeah. office. <laughs> like that's what white. I'm never is. getting over that chair, by the way. Maybe the worst moment in in uh, Attack on Titan history, right there. Mm, mm, interesting. Well, uh, well, let me ask you this, Victoria, since you're new on the show and we've been doing this for weeks. How have you felt about the fourth season thus far in the grand scheme of things compared to the rest of the show? It, you know, it was kind of left field for me because I, so I binged it. So I watched season one, like when it first came out and then earlier this year, I heard the last season was coming out. So I was like, let me binge it and catch up so I can watch the final season along with everybody. Um, and so watching it has kind of been like, you know, I think it might've been different if I, if they had time between the seasons, but like going from like season three to season four, it was like, wait, what's going on? Mm. Um, I did kind of like it though, just because it brought back that kind of mystery angle. Because it's like, okay, what? Why did Aaron, you know, switch over? Like, what's he doing? And like, what's going on? So, because at the end of season three, I was like, okay, what's next? Like, they kind of like made it almost, quote unquote. Yeah. And, uh, so I do like that they did kind of the shift into this, uh, you know, of Aaron like kind of just completely doing a one eighty on everybody. And just trying to figure out, like, what has happened in the past few years. Um, but, I don't know, it just feels like a different show sometimes. It, yeah. it This season did feel like a different show, mm-hmm. uh, just from, like, the perspective of how much the characters change. I feel like I had so many lovable moments with a lot of these characters leading up to this season. And... And that's just, you know, just seeing them every episode or whatever. And now it's like you start to turn on a lot of these people and then obviously people die. The Sasha thing really put a dent into, you know, everything that happened this season. So I definitely feel you on it feeling like a completely new show. Well, everyone's changing. Everyone's showing a completely different side. Let's talk about the restaurant in jail because everyone who was at the restaurant is now in prison. Armin can't use the... They're like, Armin, couldn't you just use the colossal time to break us out? And it's like, do you want to die? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like they don't know him or something. Like, have you not seen this thing on many occasions? It's a nuke. <laughs> what I did with the harbor? Like, it's a nuke. <laughs> yeah, like... literally called colossal. <laughs> <laughs> colossal. So everyone's wondering, it's like, yo, I mean, th- this has been sort of the the gist of the entire season is that Aaron has changed. We don't know what happened to him. Like, he's gotten hair in places he doesn't have hair before. His voice is getting deeper. All types of shit. extremely yeah. handsome. Yeah, and man buns, and he, man buns. He's like, yo, he's different. He's a different guy. To which you know, Mikasa and Armin has been like, nah, he's still our friend. Like, we just gotta go talk to him. And then of course they go talk to him, and you know, Aaron two pieces, <laughs> two pieces. Armin calls yeah, Mikasa then... a slave. <laughs> yeah, we should talk to him. <laughs> that worked. So yeah, of course they're in the they're in the prison. Jean's like, yo, so how'd that talk go? And he's like, listen. <laughs> yeah i don't want to talk about it like (laughs) (laughs) he's different he's just he just is to which brings us yelena onion capone grease amazon how did you feel about that how did you feel about onion capone's yo (laughs) who's who's in jail now (laughs) i bet y'all wish y'all were free you caught that i my man was like yeah, y'all had me under house arrest. Like, I don't really feel that bad for you guys. <laughs> I mean, it, it it got pretty bad for an instant right there. But he's free. I mean, he's free. They're under house arrest. He's like, yo, you hang from... Are you going to hate from outside the club? You can't even get in, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. 
Let's talk about Grease a little bit. He doesn't have a large moment in the show. In fact, his moment is cut off very preemptively <laughs> and very shortly. But the most egregious kind of speech that he ever had. I think the guy who ends up he talking to Niccolo. Oh man. He has where I quote, "You had the hots for a devil spawn who reeked of potatoes." <laughs> I wanted to jump into the. I wanted to jump into the anime at that point. No, I was very upset just hearing him say these. It's like, bro, have some respect, man. So somebody stepped up though, and it's like you're not even saying like you're saying in front of her parents, like in front of like her family, like this guy that loved her. Just no respect, no, no respect yo. at all. That's okay. I appreciate, I appreciate okay. the resolve of her dad. I know her dad is like on this non-violence trip right now. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. That's okay might have thrown a rock or a brick or something like that. I might have <laughs> screamed. I might have exclaimed, like, you're an asshole or something along those lines. Yeah, I wouldn't have let him keep talking. That's for sure. <laughs> I would have talked um, over him. But with that said, Yelena Merkson. Just awful. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I was, like, low-key on her side for, like, 10 seconds. I was like, oh. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can come on over. Right. Join the team. She pulled the blammer out. She pulled the blammer. Let me tell you something about Yelena. First of all, she's <laughs> An Amazon, tall, lovely woman. She's about her. She's about her game. She reminds me of Sailor Jupiter, by the way. I love Sailor Ooh, Jupiter. That's yeah, awesome. we'll talk about her another, another another day. But pulls the blammer out, shoots this man in the head, and says, "Sorry, he's being disrespectful." <laughs> like <laughs> I love he it. was. He was. He, she was essentially like, "We don't need people who are going to call you guys devils." Essentially, like we're all. What Yelena believes that they're doing and what she says is the plan, even though I think Yelena's 100% insane. She is. Um, Definitely. A little crazy. She says, our goal is to end the cycle of hatred and save kind of all the Eldians. And what's how do you save all the Eldians? By euthanizing all the Eldians. Never being born will truly lead us to salvation. And everyone's just like, yo, you... <laughs> you crazy. Okay, all right. Well, that was, I mean... I have nothing more to say about Yelena and her plan. It's, it's not. Crazy. It's it's a crazy plan, but I mean, it will I work. Mean, it does make it sense? Not <laughs> insane. Yeah, 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 right. Let's get to the other side of the coin because we see Gabi, who has been, I guess, <clears throat> for the safety of herself and others. <laughs> because I'm thinking, if she was trapped in that jail, they might have stomped her out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I still feel the same way about her. Or she might have thrown a brick, might have gotten in a fight, might have called someone a devil or something along those lines. Got scrapped. Yeah. It, it, something along those lines. So she's by herself. Aaron shows up. I'm not sure what Aaron planned to do or planned a thing. Like, oh, but you know, Aaron wanted her to call Marley and say, like, yo, I'm under attack. Like, what do you guys have planned to save me? Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And what he doesn't know is that Peak, because I guess he's never formally seen Peak. Mm-hmm. In her he, no, I don't think so form. either. Yeah, well, he's seen the, of course, the Titan, in right, season right, three. but not her regular, right, right. So he hasn't really seen her. So she shows up, stab right to the throat of some guard, shuts the door, pulls out a gun, and I'm like, wow, look, look at the women in this show, really kind of taking charge and saying, we love like, it, we love it, <laughs> turning the tides. Does Does Aaron not know Gabby's name? I don't think so, no. When he walked in, he was like, hey, girl who killed Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, dude. I mean, honestly, what what else is she known for at this point? <laughs> <laughs> no, very true, very true. 
That's all her importance is right now. He knows Falco's name. He's like, yo, he Falco, know. if you want to say Falco, do this. But Gabi, you know, he's like, yo, girl who killed Sasha. I feel him. Peak, <laughs> we get an exchange here. This is how, all right, I've been continuing the narrative that not only is, yes, Yelena's insane, but on a meter of insanity, she might be a strong nine. I you think Aaron is, no, I'm thinking, you know, Aaron is a strong 12. On yeah, I think he's he's completely lost his whole, yeah, yeah. The way he reacted towards Peak in this situation, um, basically nonchalant, he's like, hands out of your pockets, and what if I don't? <laughs> yeah, what, what, and, go, and do not what you only that, do. he leans his forehead into the gun and says, if you're going to kill me, you would have killed me by now. I'm a top dog. You can't. You can't kill me. You can't kill me. Um, and with Gabby pointing the rifle at him from behind. So he don't yeah. even care Just about like, that. reckless. Yeah. And you know, Gabby A1 with the... <laughs> yeah, she, she, she does not give a damn about the plan. Yeah. <laughs> um but essentially, you know, I love that part of Aaron saying, listen, you're not going to kill me. And Peak says, listen, if you use the Founding, Titan, founding Titan's part, like, power, could you defeat Marley? To which Gabby's like, yo, what is going on here? <laughs> these adults, it's like Rugrats or something. It's like, these adults are fucking everything up. What yeah. is going on here? Like, I have no, is this what's going to happen when I get older? That I'm just going to start turning <laughs> on my friends? It's like they're, they're undoing everything they taught her. They were like, yeah. this way, this is it, this is it. And now she's like, wait, what are you guys doing? You're going against everything you told me is right. And, you know, I think what's still one of the funniest thing is like Commander Pixis says a couple episodes ago, the best way to tell a lie is to mix in a, a bit of truth within it. And that's what Pete kind of does in this instance when she kind of like, she's talking to Aaron and she's talking to Gabby and she's like, Gabby, listen. Are we Marleyans or are we Eldians? And she's like, we're honorary Marleyans. And she's like, no. No. <laughs> we are. Hey. We turn into Titans. They are never going to use us. Like, obviously, people are beginning to overcome Titans with technology. There's going to reach a point where they no longer need Titans, and they're going to kill us all. We need to figure out a way of how we're going to save ourselves. To which Aaron, who I'm assuming he's over in the corner, probably pricking himself on a brick or like a piece of wood <laughs> or something, pulls up his finger and is like, yo... <laughs> <laughs> he probably keeps a needle in his pocket or something. Something I, <laughs> I think I think he's probably cutting his own skin with his finger now. This dude, dude is weird, man. He's out of control. He, he just he's got to keep something, something to cut his hand, something to cut his finger, something to cut something. It, nonetheless, he's like, hey, you know what this means, right? Time, time. Anytime. I'm bleeding. It hurts. <laughs> I'm in pain. Um, so they make they make an agreement. It's like, listen, if you jump on our side. And if you show us where, you know, all your spies are in the city, and if you do all that, then, you know, uh, we'll we'll seemingly work together. But no, none of these sides truly trust one another at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to the ambush. I love this part. I'll be honest with you. I pre-read this a week ago to prepare for this finale of Titan Time. And then I ended up reading the rest of the manga because it gets so damn good. But we got to the part where they handcuff Peek and Gabi to one another so they can't transform. So if she does transform, she kills Gabi. Which I really... At this point in the show, yeah, it's like, well... Transform. (laughs) Honestly, I thought she was going to still. (laughs) Because, like, everyone's so ruthless in this show. I was like, at this point, like, that's not gonna stop nobody. Yeah... Um, what I didn't like, what I didn't like 
is when they showed Galliard down in the cut. I was like, mm, you gave it away. You didn't like that? <laughs> no, I was like, you gave it away. You gave it away. Because I don't even think they do that in the manga, to be honest with you. Because I reread the manga. I was like, they don't show um, Galliard down there. You just under the assumption that there's more people. But they don't show him, like, giving oh, a okay. wink with the thing. So when it actually happens, so when the final part happens, they woke up to the roof of you know i guess this building nonetheless they meet up they got yelena they got everybody there guards etc etc peak walks over to the edge and she's like and you know aaron's like yo point us out to our enemies and she turns around and points to aaron and then aaron's like oh come on the floor collapses beneath them titan time you know the jaw titan emerges from the ground he bites off aaron's leg and aaron you know who is mad (laughs) That he's even got to this point. He's like, yo, I've been in control this far. This is ridiculous. And he's also like, I haven't turned into a Titan and punched somebody in the face for him. It's like, time. at least two weeks. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. time. So he turns into a Titan. It's the rematch. And that's kind of, we, we see the entire, everyone's kind of rolling in. It's the plan that they planned out for probably like six episodes beforehand of like, we can't wait six months to go get these people. We need to go in now. Mm-hmm. So the Marlian army, they're preparing. They've got the tanks. They've got um, the blimps. They've got everything co- sort of coming in. They've got the Titans on the ground. And, you know, the final the final shot of this season thus far, part one of the season is Aaron looking up at the blimp and knowing that Reiner's up there, knowing that it's time for the rematch that's been, you know, that they've, this has been built at least once per season, they're scrapping. So <laughs> I'm kind of tired of that, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm like, can y'all just figure, like, every time it's like so close and it's like, nope, I'm back. Like, yeah. <laughs> can y'all figure this out? Like, can you, and, what are and y'all? Reiner never I'm, wins, by the way. He right? never wins. Never, never. I was like, you don't just and like last time he was even like kind of defeated ahead of time, like he was kind of gave up. So I was like, okay. And he was like, nah, I'm gonna try again. Like, right? There are a lot of false finishes. Mm-hmm. I would say that a good bit. We watched it. We, we we see this a lot with this show. It's like the really 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 important characters that are you know obviously Titans. Mm-hmm. They never they never really die. Same yeah. thing with um, Levi and Zeke. Like, I thought oh, like, man, this time, I, I was started. like, for sure, for sure, he's gone. Yeah. Did we even talk about Zeke getting put in his stomach? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, let's talk about the status of kind of everyone in this show that's left thus far. Because, of course, we started off the episode, which, yeah, I 100% skipped. It's on my notes, and I completely skipped it because I was ready for to talk about Titans. Um, so, Zeke... After the last episode, which I watched re- literally right before this, which I thought was a great, amazing episode. Yeah, he is blown. I mean, I was about to say he's blown away by this entire situation. Um, he is. Good one. I like that. Good one. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, you know, I could have done better. Um, he's he's willingly accepting death in this sort of situation to which a Titan rolls up. A random Titan out of nowhere shows up, opens up their stomach. And puts him inside, similar like a kangaroo or a Kangaskhan or whatever the hell, Chansey. I don't know. Didn't, didn't know this was possible. Um, let's talk about the status of kind of everywhere in this episode. Zeke, I guess not dead. Not dead. He's in a stomach. He's okay. I also wonder, like, I'm like, does that, like, I know they didn't eat him, but I'm like, shouldn't that do the same thing? Because they're like, they're in the stomach. <clears throat> But I'm sure that's why the Titan did it that way, because swallowing it, I assume, would have, yeah, wouldn't have been good. Yeah. So I'm assuming they he hasn't been, unless they announced that he's, I mean, Attack on Titan is very 
very sure on themselves when someone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> they are very, like, you know when someone's dead. So Zeke, not confirmed dead. Levi, we are not sure what happened. We have not seen the, once again, He's if you haven't seen a body, we're not fully sure of the situation. Hanji and the rest of the Jaegerists are still kind of, you know, surveying the situation. Um, the main character gang in jail currently, as Titans are fighting above them, fighting around them, other type of situation. I'm sure they're like, Armin, do you want to turn into a Titan now? He's like, no, everyone will still die. Um, and we've got this entire situation. I feel like, at least towards the end of the season, I thought, I thought considering I've read what it is, I thought this was the best part to kind of end the season. Because from here on out, it is on another level consistently throughout the rest of the show. Oh, great. You make me want to read the manga now. I feel like it it's is. always on another level. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, you know how they have, like, of course we had the, you know, the episode five where Aaron meets Reiner. He turns into a tiny yeah. attack the city, blah, blah, blah. Right, it's right. kind of on that level the entire time for the rest of the show. Because there's a lot of things that go down. There's a lot of people who are involved in this. I think the idea of, you know, everyone has their plan on what they believe should happen to the existence of Marley. The rumbling is still a very much so realistic opportunity. Um, a lot of characters have been introduced to the show. Where do they end up from there? A lot of people have, you know, it, you know, because this is Attack on Titan, a lot of people may not make it out of the show <laughs> because... <laughs> I guess they they have to meet a death quota at, per season. You know it. <laughs> Gotta have it. It's only right. <laughs> yeah. um, January 2022 is where I'm assuming this is going to pick up. And I think it's going to be... Once again, it's going to be musty television. Trending every week. It, it, it gives me... Not as if I didn't have a reason to live. I need to see out the end of this. <laughs> end of this <laughs> right, like, I must stay healthy. <laughs> I must stay healthy. Attack on Titan comes back. <laughs> back me up. Something. I need to make sure that I am here to see how the show, at least animated, sort of ends. Um, everyone's thought, but Jeff, let's start with you in terms of your thoughts and kind of like, how do you feel about where we're at in the show? Um, <clears throat> I wasn't upset with this being, you know, the finale of part one, uh, especially with, you know, I'm taking your word for it as far as things heating up after this. Um the weight is <clears throat> the weight is the weight. I mean, it's anime, so I'm 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 fine with that. But I actually think that this was really great television, um, as far as just the story that they told in this short period of time. Obviously, I know it will come together on the second half. But uh, to me, you know, I'm still on this quest of like, I do feel like Attack on Titan is very very close uh, to competing and like truly just being the greatest of all time. And I and I. I mean that I'm not just saying it because of where the show is and the hype of it and everyone's watching it or whatever, but everything that they've given us, this story, I, I said it before, it reminds me, it gives me that Game of Thrones, you know, stories everywhere, characters everywhere, people dying that you didn't think were going to die. I mean, it's just, it's so in-depth. I think uh, this, this part two will cap it off for sure. Maybe we'll get a movie or something. I don't know. But in general, uh, I, I honestly, I think Attack on Titan is... Uh, it's it's one of one man you know is in this this season right here really shows the diversity and like just how much things have changed in starting this shit man so yeah yeah i i, I loved how it played out and i can't wait for part two 
Yeah. Victoria, any closing thoughts on this uh, Attack on Titan final season part one? Yeah. I mean, originally I was like, what is this cliffhanger? Um, especially since like I've been binging like today I watched like the last few episodes that came out. So I was just like in a in a vibe and it kind of just cut it short. But um, <laughs> knowing that there's going to be season two and I mean a, a part two and hearing what you said about, you know, how it kind of takes off from here. It seems like this was a good place for it to kind of stop and like give us a rest and then you know have us like watch the rest you know hopefully it comes out in january um but yeah i i like it i'm definitely gonna be watching when it comes back i also agree like i think it's in the goat contenders um up there like you said game of thrones uh full metal alchemist brotherhood like it's just it's that great of a show and i'm really excited like all the things that it does with like showing us how like war um, can be interpreted. It's mm-hmm. not what I was not what I was expecting going into the show from the first season. Um, no, but the moment like you thought Aaron died in the first season, like I was like, okay, this show is this show is good. Absolutely. Um, expect us. I, I I I don't know if this goes without saying, but I'm going to say this. Expect us to be covering the show in full before it ends. Um, is what is what I'll say. When will we find the time to, you know, re-binge this show and kind of talk about it on a full thing? Not sure yet, but expect it definitely before we'll this, find it. this second part of uh, the final season. Also, want to warn everybody. Warning, warning, warning. Because not sure when the next episode of this podcast will be, but by the time probably the next episode of this podcast drops, the finale of Attack on Titan will have been... I, get, I don't know, manga eyes, manga eyes, written, <laughs> um, drawn. I don't know. Hmm. It will be out. It will be released nonetheless. Yeah. Mangafied. Yeah. Mangafied. <laughs> <laughs> um, it will be drawn and will be released nonetheless. Uh, so I'm just saying, if you don't want any spoilers, do not click on that trending topic because I'm sure they will spoil it. Um, they will. You know. Final chapter is expected to be 139. It's expected to drop at the top of April. Um, and that's how kind of we're going to get the show from there, the whole layout of the show from there. So, you know, just expect spoilers, expect things, try to dodge it as much as you can, unless you want to read the manga. Honestly, I recommend everyone read the manga. I really don't care if you want to wait for the anime, but I think <clears> the manga <throat> is some great stuff. And I think you're going to be locked in for a full afternoon, evening late hours reading this because they do such a great job in this show of like leaving you with enough of a cliffhanger to make you say like fuck let me just read one more let's get into my hero academia season yes, five yes yes we're here um, my hero academia season five we're going to talk about the premiere episode right up next so you guys stay tuned and we're back okay so the premiere of My Hero Academia Season 5, it came out over the weekend. It's one of anticipated, but I'm going to keep it absolutely 100 with you. About 95% of this episode. <laughs> it's is, pointless. It's You don't need it, but mm-hmm. we're back. You need the whole episode, honestly. No. <laughs> it's okay. We're back, though, you know? Legitimately, if you're tuning into this episode hoping for some sort of... Uh, some sort of advancement on the plot. I would say open it on Hulu or <laughs> skip to the credits and watch everything and that's after what, that. That's it. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. I do want to give 
a deep appreciation to them just sticking to their guns, making sure we all know what every single one of those kids do. <laughs> it's very what important. Their, what their quirks are and how much they, they do. I, I do like that they've shown that they've kind of honed and craft. You know, it looks like everyone has control over what they have going on. But, you know, I get it. They want to take five minutes out to let us know what five. each and every one of those. <laughs> I know, right? What each and every one of those students do. <laughs> Victoria, do you have a favorite in class 1A of all these people with quirks and stuff like that? Do you have any favorites in particular? Um, I love, uh, what's his name? I think his twerk is Dark Shadow. Oh, Tsukuyami, so yes. so cool. Yeah, just super cool. Like every time I see him, I'm like, this dude is just like badass. Like, <laughs> Right, I know, right? Like, come yeah. on. Just a chapter about him, something. Yeah, um, and a Shoto after that too is really cool. Of course, uh, we. So, I think this episode kind of just established. I mean, yes, they're doing this because there's 20 kids in the class. Mm-hmm. We're about to jump into an arc where we're using a bunch of their powers, and it's going to be not only 20 kids, but 40, might be even 41. Um, 41 mm. kids between class 1A and class 1B. That's a little spoiler, 41. Um, but you can see it in the trailer, so it doesn't really, it's not really that much of a spoiler. But you're going to um, be introduced to a bunch of kids in sort of this class train, this joint training arc of the show. Um, so it's very important that we know all the quirks for all these kids. But once again, it also shows they they start off this episode with kind of the, the last remnants of season four with Endeavor kind of surviving uh, the fight against the Nomu, and I mean surviving like barely, barely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that lit a fire under a lot of these kids who are trying to be hero, and that's why they're, I think, so efficient in this episode and what they do. I think everyone knows their role. It's not like Jiro, like for instance, Jiro, who is earphone jack, um, in this episode. She obviously is like, yo, I got my ear to the streets, literally, and. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know who's coming, who's going, who's doing anything of the sort. I can sort of figure that out. And they also have um I forgot my na- man's name with the the multi arms and stuff like that who can change into various appendages um as eyes. He's also on lookout. So it seems like there is a situation like, okay, these are clearly and then they have the animal anna voice, animal voice, you know, who gets He leveled up though. And he's like, yo, birds, let me know. Because he's not afraid anymore. He's not a, he was a punk. The, the deep pigeon, the pigeon. Yeah. We went to the camera. <laughs> it was hard, man. He managed to get them. So there's clearly a bunch of roles that they know that they're good at. They're utilizing them to an extent. Did anybody in this show, or at least in this episode, stand out to you? Just stand out. For me, it was Invisibility Girl because I forgot about her. She came you, in. Clutch. Don't we all? <laughs> I was how like, ironic! Oh, right? <laughs> oh, but how ironic! You know me. I I love me some Froppy, man. I was really really happy to see Froppy, man. Froppy's you know great. How, you know how I feel. I loved the fact that Kirishima got to be on the hood of a car and then jump off. The hood of the car. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. They always give him. I like a- seeing Miro. Yeah, Mirio is cool too. Uh, first, yeah. first of all, shout to him putting himself in danger without yeah. a heart, and just well, diving right. into large bodies of water. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh my god, I'm drowning! Isn't this great, guys? Like, wow, I'm in danger." Still no quirk, but putting himself in danger. So the villains in this entire episode, or at least the people who are supposed to play the villains, are um, Nejiri Hado and Amajiki, 
I forgot his first name, but they are the villains in this sort of situation, but they're not really like villains because they all have like their own separate, like weird quirkiness about, and not like quirk, like their power, but quirkiness, like, you know, Hado's like, she's light and she's bubbly, but she'll, she's like villain you can't really take. And Amajiki is very antisocial. So he's not really like in your face about being a villain. He would totally be me if I was willing. Like, I just want to go home. That's your goal to go home. To I go was like, home. yes. 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 <laughs> I'm with you. Mood. Um, so it's interesting because you see at the end of season three, they get whooped by the big three in a sense. And then by then, by the start of season five, it seems like they can kind of hold their own in a, in a, in a sense, even though they're not going against Mario Togato, like they not, they were whooped by Lamillion, like one on 20 or at least one on 18. Um, but it seems like, you know, they got to, they've got at least a hold on what they're trying to do. I, I would love to explain more about this episode, but to be honest, there's not a lot to explain. There's not much to explain. <laughs> there is, I when when they typically do these kind of like bonus episodes, I kind of wish they would do much more about like a backstory of a hero or something along those lines. Because it seems like we always get like some sort of training thing where they have to use their powers to save people. And it's cool. But I mean, they're heroes. We're going to see them save people for the rest of this damn show. Let me try to figure out why, you know, why um, Earphone Jack Girl you know, his love for music or like, what's the, what's Mineta, the perv? What's his backstory? Where does this, where does this thing come <laughs> where from? Where does this happen? Where did, where did the perviness come from? Right. Where's the Ochako something? Um, I can't stop twinkling. Ayoyama. Like, how does, how did he bounce back? Are you really him? French? Yeah. You still need to know. I, something fine. <laughs> I would just hope for something like that. Um, questions but, that need answers. Yes. Questions that need answers. But I guess they wanted to start it off by reminding us like, huh? powers and they have them post credits is where everything begins you see endeavor at the hospital kind of recalling everything that happened after his victory hawk shows up to support him you know at the end of at the end of the fight hawk shows up to support him and hold him up and then suddenly a villain as they all do come out the murkiness come out the darkness come out the shadows the smoke whatever it is and it is dobby to what she says anyway our first time meeting right endeavor which Woo! is like turn up <laughs> i mean i don't know if everyone knows at this point i feel like a majority of people I know i think so i think so at this point <laughs> like are you are you catching what i'm throwing victoria i like, don't think so okay all right never mind she <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're not gonna yeah i'm not gonna say anything all right okay. so i'm not gonna say anything in terms of their relationship um mm. but <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey, no, honestly, I got the I got the Dobby Funko Pop that it's went up like thirty percent in price. Really? Yes, in value, I should say. That's and it was already crazy. pretty expensive. Yeah, it so. was it was already pretty expensive. Yeah. Um. Well, I wrote him in my notes as Gabby. Hilarious. Um. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Dobby shows up. I'm, I got Gabby on the brain. Dobby yeah. shows up. First time meeting, and you know. The end, the final scene, I think Endeavor, I mean, not sorry, Dobby and Hawks meet up in a warehouse in the final scene. And we also get a look at the sort of the vestiges of League, you know, and the League of Villains and kind of all of it. What are you guys expecting from season five of My Hero Academia? Um, I just, I want, I want a little bit more death, man. Death? Death. death. I thought you said death. Death. <laughs> No. Death, people you got dying. Attack on Titan on the brain, my friend. This is- <laughs> yeah, I know, right? 
Somebody got to go, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, it only, I want to cry a little bit, get a little bit emotional. I, I, they just gave us a death, actually. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I still. I was thinking, Lemillion don't got his powers. That was sad. Yeah, yeah. let's get, get Lemillion's powers back. Yeah, I want mm. him to get his powers back. I just, I don't know. I want more. I like that the villains are interesting to me. More villains. More villains. More, like, tell me what they're up to. I want to know what's going on over there. Interesting. Um, and more time out of the school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I think I think mm-hmm. what we can expect from season five is. And don't and, tell us. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. You can't see it now because we're talking via audio, but I'm looking up at my ceiling trying to figure out how. Okay, cool, cool. Because <laughs> I thought you were about to be like, someone go away to tell you about season five. And then you tell us actually about season five. That'd be really no. slick. What I can say is that the running theme of the lack of the lack of All Might in this show was such a pivotal moment to the show of how society has changed and adapted and has transformed because there is no true symbol of peace. That will 100% continue in this show. And I th- I know it will continue in a big way. The lack of a symbol of peace, the, the continuing theme of what happened in season three of when All Might lost and he suddenly, essentially his powers are kind of gone and, you know, the entire city, you saw it in sort of season four with the rise of the Yakuza, the Shia Saikai mm-hmm. and sort of this giant Nomu coming in and kind of scaring people and people not really being sure of what's going on. It's like, can we really trust Endeavor? Like, he's kind of a prick, you know? But that sort of continuing to sort of... Continuing to sort of figure out how society continues to adapt without a symbol of peace will continue. Wow, there we go. I don't know. That's the best way I could do it. (laughs) That's the best way I could do it. Um... And and I mean that on all fronts, whether it's like heroes rising to the occasion or mm-hmm. villains rising to the occasion, there's clearly a gap and it has to be filled in some way, one way or another. And that's what I'll say, what people can expect from season five of My Hero Academia. Um, I'm excited for it nonetheless. You already know how I feel about My Hero, man. I, I need it. I do need it, you know. I agree. I agree. And we got a movie coming up, World Heroes Mission. So we do. We, we do. We have that to look forward to. It's interesting. My my the last movie that I saw in theaters was an anime movie, and probably the first one I'm gonna see in theaters again is an anime movie. I feel oh, like right I do want to ask you, Mills, because I didn't get a chance to like text you about it because I was gonna ask you on here. The the whole you know maybe they're transitioning into the final arc in the manga, and then like I also read that yeah, but it may take a few years to finish the final arc. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'm okay with that, but. I wanted to see how you felt. Is that kind of what you think is, is how it's going to be? It's going to be one of those arcs where it just extends into many arcs. So my idea of it has always been my Without hero giving up anything. has as much as they're in arcs, they also have sagas. Mm-hmm. And there's the saga before All Might gets canned. And then there's the saga after All Might gets canned. And I think we're entering the final part. Of it. So it's kind of a new saga, but it's, I would say, the final one, gotcha. which is going to feature a lot of different arcs to it. Okay. Wait, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I think. Um, 
but yeah, there's plenty of you know if you manage to avoid the manga spoiler, it's good on you because oh boy, um, they're out there. But the show continues to get better. I think My Hero is one of the the, the best kind of animes out there because they kind of take you you see something and it's like oh it's about heroes and fighting and stuff, but a lot of it is really just more society issues and how people interact with each other and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And yeah. and um. There's a hero aspect to it in terms of saving people and their ethics and stuff dealing with that. But I think a lot of it's like a look on society and kind of how we treat one another and how um, we would react to sort of these different situations. So, yeah, Um, I'm looking forward to season five of My Hero Academia. Also, want to give a big thanks to Victoria for finally. It's been long, (laughs) long overdue. Yeah, Um, I'm so happy you came on here for real. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, this was awesome. This was so much fun. Like, I've been wanting to come on the show for a while. Like, I've been following y'all for a while. And, of course, you know, Mia's, we've known each other for, since college. So, yeah. And the other thing I didn't mention before was that um, the graphics for The Lookout, I've actually looked at when I was trying to come up with the graphics from Salem Band <clears throat> Club. So, Ooh. shout out to y'all oh, for that, wow. too. Yeah. Wow! Listen, <laughs> I, know, I know Mills loves that because I mean you already know the type of man he is, so you yeah. know I'm sure you know that process. But we no, we really do like appreciate it. I know for me, from the bottom of my heart, I know there's you know we have some people on the show. It wouldn't have happened without you, and you know we're we're very very blessed to just you know be a part of the campaign, and we'll obviously keep supporting you throughout. And the shit that you're doing is honestly phenomenal, and it's groundbreaking, and you should be proud of yourself every day because it's that good. Thank you. You know, I got imposter syndrome, so this is helping me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it's the same for y'all, though. Y'all are doing amazing things. Like, podcast is amazing. Like, this, like, Titan Time sound is just, like, so fun, like, of a title. I mean, that's just so creative. But, yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, listen, there's an argument currently about the big three of anime. They don't know the big What's three. the big three? The What's big the big three, three Mills? Do you want to do this real quick? The the big three is all right. I'll say this for sure. The big three is definitely Just say one, one Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. But I say this. Really? That's how you feel? No, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the big three represents three animes in a certain era. It does. It doesn't represent like these are the biggest three of all time. Oh, okay. It okay. represents three of an. That's I don't like. The, I don't like that. That's when the 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 term I don't like coined. Yeah, yeah, that's when the term was coined. If it was coined earlier, Dragon Ball Z <laughs> would be in the big three. I think Sailor Moon would be in the big three. I think probably one other show would be in the big three. But this is more so, it was coined in, I guess, the aughts, the 2000s, mm. um, when that second wave of anime that became popular came to be, which was Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto. So it was coined that. And then I think if I had to do a big three for this era, oof, what would I say? Well, it's tough. It's tough to say. I think Attack on Titan is on the list, period. Attack on Titan, just, I feel like it's in a league of its own, man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really hard to to go against the grain for anything. Uh, I I don't like the era stuff. It's tough for me, dude. I'd rather just call it how I see it. I oh, mean, I see it. yeah, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood <laughs> is oh, okay. godly. You know, I mean, there's just, there's still nothing like, I mean, there's it, it's tough. It's tough. Absolutely. Well, we the big three. How's the answer to that question? Yeah, I like it. I like <laughs> Me, Jeff, Victoria, we're the big three. And we will see you guys next time on the lookout. Thank yes. you guys for tuning in. Take care.